This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 134. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com. I'm joined, as usual, by Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how are you this fine Monday morning at around 3.30 a.m.? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> I am never better. So this is a show about colored pencil, the artist, social media, anything related to the artist. And Lisa, what are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about social media and just sharing some of our experience and do I want to say wisdom? Is that the right word to use here? That sounds like I'm implying we know everything and I don't think anyone knows any everything when it comes to social yeah, media. Yeah, true. Very, very true. Yeah. Our testings. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So social media, you know, we're talking about platforms that are owned not by you as the artist when you're playing on another company's platform. Things to look out for, things that change, things that never change. Now, I think the important thing you want to go into social media looking at it as is it's not, none of them are all good or all bad. And I think it's really easy. I mean, I catch myself occasionally doing that with with Facebook or, or something when they make changes and it's, you know, you, everyone wants to jump on the anti-Facebook the bandwagon or, you know, we all hate them for this or we all hate them for that. Here's the thing. Every single social media is going to have or platform will have things that are good and things that are bad. It doesn't mean it's necessarily not worth using at all. You have to figure out how to play their games, essentially. But the thing is, you are playing their games. You're not in control. You have to adjust your marketing strategy. You have to adjust everything based on the constant changes they go through. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the changes that Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, how many, a lot of these platforms are making changes. And I know more than that. I'm not one who uses, is it Snap? Snapchat or one yeah. of those just made some changes to their layout that a lot of people are unhappy with. So we're just going to give you a little bit of advice, talk a little bit about some of those changes, how you can work around them and what some alternatives are to these issues. So one of the big things that happened was on January 11th, my birthday, by the way, um, I do like chocolate, chocolate and peanut butter, actually. And if, if you <laughs> need to know, need to know anything else, just let me. Anyway, Facebook made an update. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg made an announcement and he said, from now on, uh, and you know, there was a lot of technical language in their official write-up that went into more detail. But the essence of what was said was that from now on, if you have a business page or some kind of marketing page or group or anything like that, your posts that you make in a marketing type of fashion are not going – they're not going to be shared and they're not going to be in the newsfeed as often as they have been in the past. But instead, you'll see more in your newsfeed from your friends and from your family. Now, on one hand, so I, I kind of have this. to laugh. 
What's that? I said so many issues with this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but here's what's so weird about it. Before they were an IPO, before they went public with their uh, company, this is what they banked on. This is what they, they said. This is what we are. This is the, the social media site that is private, and it is only for your friends and family. Years and years ago, I'm talking about. Um, but now, you know, they've kind of uh, sold this everything in the news feed to the highest bidder, which, you know, I understand that they have a fiduciary responsibility to make money. That's what a company has to do, especially if they're public and their shareholders expect them to, you know, make money. And so they've been doing that rather well, I might add. They have uh, been able to take all that information that you and I have been sharing with them for years now, and they've been able to monetize that and to give all that private information, you know, over to all these marketers. So we want to talk for just a second then about what does this mean for you as an artist and as a creator? I think one of the things, Lisa, that this means is that you're going to have to do something to spawn more engagement with your posts rather than just, you know, a quick little one-off here and there and expect it to have the same reach. It's not going to happen. Yeah, if You're you not going to have the same reach. Just to give you an idea, if I share, let's say, uh, my email newsletter will automatically post, which is not a good idea. I should be making the post myself, so I actually write about it. I've got it automated, which w- here's another thing just to throw out there. When you are working with social media, do not automate stuff so that you post on one platform and it automatically shares to others. It doesn't translate well. It will not get you the response you want. You want to create craft a post individually. If you want the best reaction, craft it for that Yeah, these platform. companies are getting a little more strict yeah. about that. They're so, not liking that as much. Yeah. And now mine, let's say for my EA Weber. So I'm, I'm violating already what I know to be the best way to go. But, you know, it's usually five in the morning when those emails go up and I get lazy. So hey, I know what I'm minute. doing ba- wrong. Back up for just a second there, Lisa. What, what, so what are you talking about exactly that you, you create your newsletter? I make my in newsletter Weber, and I automate it so it posts over on Facebook. Letting the people know that the newsletter that, went live. Yes. Yeah. Not the newsletter, but the notice. Yeah. Just okay, the link. Gotcha. Well, the link to the. Yes. Yeah. So that type of a post, I've got 28,000 people following me on Facebook. It might, might be shared at this point with 1,000 people. So, you know, that's not a lot out of 28,000. That's not very much. Now, another post where I've asked a question, like we had one recently, we were asking between zombies and unicorns, who would win? That sort of thing, that conversation that's fun to chat about, and it's really fun to like, I know for me, it's fun to read everyone's responses and to talk back with people and, you know, that sort of thing. I'll post it with one of my Is that a serious question? Yes, it's a serious, who do you think would win, John? I I don't know. I clearly zombies can you imagine a zombie unicorn if that unicorn gets infected oh it's gonna be all over so you digress okay go ahead moving on but the point is i mean it was something that everyone you know everyone is having that conversation and having fun chatting back and forth that post is more likely to get between four and five thousand views which is funny because before they made this change it you that type of a post that had that many comments because it'll get you know some of those posts will get hundreds of comments and conversation going back and forth those used to get like eight thousand views mm-hmm. so I mean they cut it more than half and so it's it's not very much here's one thing I do want to throw out there though because I know when people hear that they get discouraged here's the thing I still reached four thousand people for free 
I didn't right. pay anything. Right. So it's still yeah. worth doing. I get that it's frustrating. I don't like the changes. I'm the first to say that. And I don't like how Facebook basically, and you guys have heard me say this before, they double dip. They basically, we posting are their creators. Like on YouTube, on YouTube posting a video, you are their creator. They put advertisements on our posts. And with YouTube, they share some of that revenue with us. Facebook says, I'm going to put ads on your posts, but I also want you to pay in order to share this with more people. So I'm paying them to continue advertising their advertisements to more people. They, they're basically double dipping. I just don't like the, the Well, not their advertisements, there. but advertisements. Yeah, 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 that's what I mean. But I, it's just, I'm not, I don't like it. But here's the, the, the really thing that, or the, one of the big things that I think is frustrating, and I think this is where the lesson really is. So that just gives you an idea of what the changes are. Here's the real lesson here, though. So let's say you put all your eggs in the Facebook basket. You paid to do advertising all these years. You paid to gain subscribers. You paid to do all of this. Facebook just took it all away. Not all of it. But most of it, you are but now a lot no of it. longer a lot of that reaching. Reach. Yeah. yeah, you're not reaching what you were. All those eggs being in that basket would have been. A t- I feel bad for people who did that, and a lot of people did. They, you know, Facebook's the popular one. I'm going to put everything into that. Never do that. Never focus on one single social media platform. And especially, you need to have your own email list. You need to have your own website. You need to have your own con- things that you have within your own control. Because when you're on Facebook, you are playing their game, and when they keep changing. The the rules of the game, you have to go along with it. There's nothing you can do about it besides learn to work within those rules. So that's just something to be aware of. You know, when you're you're deciding what to put money into, if you're going to put it into advertisement, I don't think it's worth it personally, not at least for what I do. I don't really... Mm. I've seen people it, well, benefit from you, Facebook ads, so I don't want to say yeah. it's never worth it. I think it depends yeah, it, on what it, it, you're doing. Yeah, it is clearly worth it. I mean, we have to say that because it is clearly worth depending. it. Depending. I'm only yeah, going to say well, depending it, on that. Well, it ha- well, yeah, you have to have that disclaimer in there. It depends, yeah. But it, here's the thing. You can pour – you can open a faucet and just pour money down the drain if you start doing ads and you haven't researched and you don't know what yes. the key competition yes. keywords are and you're just buying the highest keywords you can and they're not even going to relate to your business. Oh, yeah. That's like, I've a total people, waste of money. You've got to be smart about it. I've seen people where they'll create a painting and then try to advertise it to sell the painting. That usually doesn't work. No, it that doesn't work. usually does not That's... pay off. Now, if they're selling a course, if they're advertising maybe yeah. a video to get people back to their YouTube channel to get that. Now, that can work. But, yeah, you, you know, it, to, that's what I mean by it depends. It depends on yeah. what you're doing. Make sure you research before you put money into something. Yes. There may be a better way to spend that money and get more traction well, out of it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And here's the thing. If you are thinking about doing paid traffic, this is what I'm talking about. If we're going to categorize paid traffic, okay, we've got Google, we've got Facebook, we've got YouTube. You can do ads on YouTube. You can do them on Amazon. You can do them on a host of other platforms, Instagram. But if you're talking about in the field of paid traffic, Facebook, typically, um, you will typically get your money back if you do it correctly. And I'm trying to really qualify that because you have to do a lot of research and find out how that algorithm is working. And you have to find you have to learn about competition keywords, you have to figure out how the algorithm works exactly, how 
uh, you know, how soon you can make a change after you've put your ad in, in uh, place. There's a lot of things to research and to know about before you start doing that. Just the fact that, yeah, Facebook ads do work doesn't mean, you know, you should just go do them. But, here, but here's the thing. After this uh, recent change, the ad reach is considerably less than it used to be. Um, is what we're supposing. I mean, we don't have real good confirmation numbers yet because it's way too early. We're recording this in February of uh, 2018. So if you're listening to this uh, sometime after that, maybe we found out more. But right now, you know, we don't, we're not real sure about some of the fallout because of this type of, of uh, decision that Facebook made. But what we do know is what we've already hinted at is that you know, it, it is going to hurt you some in some ways, and in, especially with organic search, organic traffic, that's going to hurt. You have got to figure out a way, though, to have to spawn some conversations and some interaction with uh, the group that you're trying to influence in a very genuine way. And it, it can't be, uh, you know, you, you can't do all of these things that maybe used to work before, you know, that kind of thing. It's just like, you know, Lisa, it's not all that much different than a, some of the things that happened over at YouTube where they made some good changes, I think, because they've gotten rid of that whole problem that was plaguing them with the sub for sub kind of thing. Because now, you know, they're going on watch time and things like that. So they've well, gotten see, rid of that's actually another subject that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I this think is that's another a good, good example. A good change in a lot of ways. Yeah. Oh no, they've they YouTube has made some good changes recently. YouTube has a tendency to make bad changes, and then they're like, "Wow, this is losing us money. Let's try to change this a bit." Because they did a thing for a while where they seemed to be pushing smaller channels more heavily on suggested video for. I want to mm-hmm. say it was about a year ago, two years ago. They did yeah. this for a, a phase where I know for me, that was all that would show in my, my suggested feed were small channels. But here's the thing with a small channel. Some of them might be good. Most of them aren't yet. They might eventually. But when they when you first start making YouTube videos, let's be realistic. You're still learning. Things aren't so polished. That for me... I would click on those videos and quickly see this isn't something that interests me. This is, you know, the person was, was for whatever reason. So the, that was something that I think, and I don't have any, I actually haven't heard people talk about this. This is just something that I noticed on my own that was nonstop coming up were smaller channels. This was, again, this was a couple of years ago. And they, they finally, I think they must have realized, oh, this is actually not working. And I don't see a whole lot of smaller channels coming up on my suggested feed. Sometimes they will if it's a video that seems to have gotten a bit more traction and people seem to be more engaged with and are watching longer. But YouTube is constantly changing things. And yeah. it, this it goes back to the same thing I was talking about before. It's not your platform. You always have to learn to play their games, play by yes. their rules. You don't yeah. get to set the rules. And so we had here um, just, what was it, last month? We had a huge meltdown of a lot of smaller channels because YouTube, or the the creators of the smaller channels, I should say, YouTube changed it. So now you can no longer monetize your video, or not yet. I don't know if it's taken, by the time this video or this podcast goes up, I'm not sure if it'll have taken um, place yet. But I know sometime in February they were changing it so that you no longer can monetize your videos if you have under 1,000 subscribers and under, was it 4,000? thousand hours of watch of watch time well, i thought it i thought it was four thousand hours something of watch like time that yeah. in the past 12 months in the past 12 months which really yeah. is honestly not that much it sounds scary but trust me someone who studies well, analytics but now YouTube, instead of saying hey um subscribe to mine i'm subscribed to yours that mm-hmm. kind of that doesn't work anymore um which is and good, no one's gonna say hey con- right yeah 
Right. It's a it's a dumb thing. But I mean, instead of that, they would have to say something like, "Hey, watch a hundred hours of my channel." <laughs> yeah, hundred of yours. <laughs> something crazy like that. I mean, they've gotten. What I'm saying is, YouTube at least was smart about that strategy. I think for that reason alone, is that they've gotten rid of some of the. The inflation of some of the stats through nefarious means, you know, they've gotten rid of this this way around the algorithm uh, and trying to work the, you know, work the algorithm rather than use use the platform in a genuine way. And, here's and the thing. I think in that way, that was a good move. Yeah. And it wasn't that they were trying to punish small creators. Now, first off, I would Uh-oh. always tell people this anyway. When your channel is smaller, don't monetize. It is hard enough to get to get people to stay on your video. If I see a channel that has a, it's a smaller channel, I'm already going to assume, okay, they're probably not that great at making videos just yet. So I'm I'm probably going to look for one who's a bit more experienced, who's been doing it a bit longer. It's just, you know, human nature. It's what we do. You can think I'm a horrible, evil person, but that's just what we do. Most people are going to do the same. So you've got one strike against you. Now a video pops up. I'm that much more likely to click off and just go find somebody that I know, okay, this is a bigger channel. I know their content is probably of, of higher value to me at this point. So the, these that actually hurts you. And so what's happening, the, the average person was making under $2 a month. I mean, it wasn't a lot of money that people are losing at that stage. So what what was happening Again, this is not, it wasn't intended to hurt small, serious cre- or creators that are trying to be serious about this. It was for the people who are making, let's say, Judge Judy's a popular one. People will, will steal the videos, they record it off the TV, and then upload it to YouTube, which is a violation of copyright. They upload it to YouTube and put monetize, they're monetized right off the bat. They're not going to be able to do that anymore because the YouTube, when they get flagged three times for co- copyright violation, they lose the channel. When you lose the channel, you have to start over again with how many subscribers you have because they put into play that you now need the watch time plus subscribers because the judge judy type thing just going to keep using that as an example they would use they they could get the four thousand hours of watch time really quickly within days that's fast but they don't get the subscribers right off you know that takes a long right because the yeah because the youtube will kill the channel and, that, and then yes. that particular person though will go and open another channel but now it's not going to be worth it to them because they can't monetize exactly. it right away now the monetization thing i i, I want to just say just in case you're wondering uh, what happens is, is when you sign up then with your channel you uh open an ads account through google and then you click on a checkbox and you say, yes, I want to monetize. I'm allowing ads to run before my video plays. And so what they've done is they've taken that away from the smaller channels, the channels that, you, you know, you're not as motivated to watch the video anyway. And so it, it's not something, and like, like Lisa, I think you pointed out, um, people are only making, you know, very, very small, tiny amounts of money per month. Um, and it's not even money that they've ever received anyway. because you have to make something like a hundred dollars before YouTube you get across some thread. So, yeah. and they'll save the money. You'll get paid. But yeah, so, I mean, the, the point is the things are changed. They will always change. And you need to accept that when right. you're talking about social media, I'm not saying you need to like it. I'm not thrilled with the changes to Facebook. And it's funny for me, both as a user and a creator on Facebook, my issue is I actually liked pages that I wanted to keep up with, whether it be you know, a lot of creators like, um, homemade jewelry type things or just different things like that that I wanted to see their posts but now I won't or I don't at all um now I see mostly yeah so anyway that's just 
a bit frustrating. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I get you, the frustration, but yeah. you have to you have to be you have to be more game. intentional on uh, one of the things that's going to happen with YouTube or I'm sorry with Facebook is that uh, and Facebook freely admits this and knows this will happen is people will be spending less time on the platform. They fully recognize that and they they are fine with that. And they're cannibalizing a lot of their paid traffic, you know, supporters, people that are actually spending money with them. It, it's kind of a gutsy move in a lot of in a lot of respects. And I'm not real sure about the overall motivations on that and uh, why they're doing this, um, but. I'm hoping that maybe there's some kind of long-term strategy that they're looking at. I, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. I've seen it's their public kind of statements, odd. but honestly, I don't believe most of their public statements because they've lied so much yeah, about we, the reasons for doing things in the past. We have like, a, a track record with Facebook yeah. that is not real great. Uh, we, the public, <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of And then kind of odd, every, so. all the platforms do this. Instagram, they, they are changing things constantly before. And I don't like the way Instagram, I find myself not using it as much as I used to, just as a user, not as a poster. But because mm. I used to be able to go through and see everything – Every single person I, I followed, I would see their content. I don't see half the people I follow anymore. And they'll right. pull up stuff from 17 hours ago instead of the most recent. And I hate those changes. It's what same thing Facebook. They're owned by Facebook. I mean, it's, it's yeah, all the it's same. The same, same. And so thing. you're going to start seeing more and more with Facebook or with Instagram following those. Facebook, or Instagram now has where you can make your account a business account. I don't recommend it. I would no, I'm not going to do it myself. I'll, I'll you know use myself as the example there. There's no way. We see what Facebook decided to do to those business accounts. Those are being killed even worse. There's no way. Now, the benefit of going with an Instagram business account is, oh, you get more analytics. You know what? I'd rather, n- I-, I don't want to see all the analytics that show me you're now not sharing my posts with anybody. That's just depressing. I can do without the analytics and actually go by what kind of feedback I get from people. I can judge that on my own, you know, what kind of interaction I'm getting. Um, so I personally w- have no intention at this point. Now, I don't know if that's something they'll end up forcing us into. I have no idea what the future will be. I'm pretty sure I won't like it. But again, this is their game that we have to follow mm-hmm. their rules. This right. is why. And the reason that John and I are making this this podcast or talking about this, it, it isn't just a rant about things or or to educate you on changes being made because changes are always the, – the point was that there's constantly changes made that are going to impact your business negatively. And if you have all those eggs in one of those baskets, you can be really hit hard by these changes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if your eggs are spread all over the place – one thing dropping, let's say Facebook eventually goes away. Sooner or later, it's bound to happen. Or any of these other platforms, some they fall and others rise. When that happens, it's not as big of a hit on our business because we're actually, it's not as big of a hit given that we, I mean, we've got all these other platforms that we're also on. And the most important thing that we can tell you, get your website going. You have to have your own website where people know how to find you. They know that, okay, that I'm not really using Facebook anymore, but I can go to their website and get information. Blog posts. I like the idea a lot of having blogs going on your own website, not just a website. Here's my gallery. Here's my information, but something where you've got articles that people can read, something that that not only does that work better for you as far as search engines go and, and, and discoverability, but... It's just so beneficial to your business as a whole. Your email list is another big one. Get an email list going because that is something that you are more in control of. It, yeah, it Now definitely. it's your game. You're setting the rules. Right, right. And that is the takeaway here. 
Definitely. You, you've got to spread it out. You have to own your own stuff. Those are your assets. Your list, not even where you're hosting your list, but your list of followers, your list of people that you have email addresses of, that is your asset. Your website content, that is your asset. The things that you do, the regularity in your schedule, maybe if you're doing webinars or, or live streams on a platform or whatever, those things – your activity, the things that you're doing, that is your asset. And and here's the other thing about it. Um, yeah, if you're putting all of your trust in a social media site and you're not spreading out your channels of monetizing, then there's going to come a day that something will happen. Facebook will not always be around. YouTube will not always be around. Insta- you can name any social media site. Um, and if you think... That, that one of these sites will always be here 20, 40 years in the future, you'll be sadly mistaken. Now, it may not be important at that time, but they rise and fall all the time. Now, it seems like we've been lulled into thinking this within the past nearly a decade now that these social media sites are going to be here forever. Um, I don't believe that. and. Yeah. If you think that that's the case, then I think that you're going to be uh, fooling yourself. And so you have to take control of the things that you do own, and that is your content and the things that you're doing with your own site and with uh, communicating with the people that are following you. Maybe you have something you would like to add to this conversation. We would love to hear that. Lisa is at Lockree on Twitter. I'm at Sharpened Artist on Twitter, if they're still around when you're listening to this. <laughs> And we're at the same handles on just about handles. Is that right? On just about any social media site. But you can always email us, podcast at sharpenedartist.com. Reach out to us in our Facebook group, The Colored Pencil Podcast. If you haven't done this in a while, you can always leave us a rating over there in, I don't know if they call it iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I've been told a couple of things, and I saw that there's an iTunes option, I guess, still. So... Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can leave us a rating and or a review if you would like to. And we would appreciate that. This is a weekly show. We'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.